0: For News, I'm Ryan Daniels. Debate in Congress continues over the separate priorities of foreign aid funding for Ukraine, Israel, and more funding for security at the southern border. Democrats and Republicans are trying to find compromise on legislation, but Kansas Republican Senator Roger Marshall tells Fox News he has his doubts.
1: My fear is that the Senate is on a collision course for the mother of all omnibuses. An omnibus that also includes Ukraine funding, without anything for Israel, and without any addressing of the border.
0: On Wednesday, Republican Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said passing more foreign aid for Ukraine is vital to America's, quote, cold hard interests which he said include bleeding russia's military more a plane crash in russia near the ukraine border has a member of the russian government crying foul an investigation is continuing into a russian military plane that crashed near the ukraine border on wednesday while transporting over 60 ukrainian prisoners of war russian minister of foreign affairs sergey Lavrov, speaking through a translator calls this a ukrainian criminal act
2: right
3: away After the aircraft was downed, the Ukrainian side mentioned yet again their uh, victory.
0: President Biden is notching a significant endorsement from organized labor this week. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain endorsing Biden Wednesday didn't hold back in his criticism of former President Trump.
2: He wanted to do a rotation so union
0: auto workers would be begging for their jobs back at lower pay to screw the American working class. Fain credited Biden for becoming the first sitting U.S. president to join workers on the picket line last year. UAW members earned major pay raises with a months-long strike against the big three automakers last November. This is USA News. Have you heard the warning
2: from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure... Arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over nine hundred different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll free at eight five five seven nine, young you ready eight five five seven nine young dr joel wallach the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least a hundred and have a great time getting there
4: both my legs were amputated due to an ied It's when you start to try to get back into, like, an everyday life. I absolutely felt like I lost some of my purpose. There must be something more. When DAV came into my life, they gave me a new mission. I could still be a productive member of society, could still support a family. The
5: DAV gave him that sense of structure and purpose again to get his life back together.
6: Visit
0: DAV.org to learn more about our mission. The justice system is holding parents accountable for a teenage shooter in Michigan. This week, Ethan Crumbly's mother appeared before a judge, Ethan just 15 years old, when he killed four students at a Michigan high school with a gun that his own parents had given him. Jennifer Crumbly's facing involuntary manslaughter charges in the case. Just as election year politics are heating up, The Daily Show will welcome back longtime legend and host Jon Stewart. He's set to return and host the Comedy Central show on Monday nights beginning February 12th as the show continues to search for a new permanent host. Controversy over the Barbie movie is brewing at the Oscars, as the women who headlined on the film
3: get snubbed. While Barbie was nominated for Best Picture among others, Ryan Gosling and America Ferrera picked up supporting nods. Lead actress Margot Robbie and director Greta Gerwig were snubbed. That did not sit well with Gosling, being that he said there's no Ken without Barbie. He released a statement voiced his displeasure.
0: Correspondent Corey Myers, the LA Times announcing a large wave of layoffs. The paper says it plans to cut roughly a quarter of its staff or about 115 people from the newsroom. Dr. Patrick Soon-Shiong, who owns California's largest daily paper, says it's losing between 30 and 40 million dollars each year. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
7: Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Bill Martinez Live. A program about current events, our culture, our values, our politics, and our future. And now. Bill
8: Martinez.
9: Six minutes after the top, there Bill Martinez here with you. Great to have you with us, sharing a part of your day. We're here live in Las Vegas, Nevada, for the 2024 Shot Show. This is the third largest trade show in Vegas. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, 115 countries are here, from all 50 and all 50 states are represented. 13. Point nine, almost 14 million miles of aisles, more than half a marathon. Uh, this is un- unbelievable. So, uh, uh, more than 2,500 exhibitors. They say the space uh, can fit up to 547 F-16 fighter jets on the show floor. That's uh, just to give you an idea of just how massive uh, this display here is at uh, Shunt 20, uh, 24. And, uh, you know, and here with us to talk about uh, one of the topics that people are talking about is the Lake City Army Ammunition Plant. Kevin Stockland, Epic Times investigative reporter, joins us live now. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Good to have you with us. Thanks. Well, uh, your, per your investigative report, uh, the Epic Times, of 20 attorney generals, uh, which is interestingly led by um, New York Attorney General Letitia James. Uh, Have asked the Biden administration to stop the sale of 5.56 caliber ammunition to civilians by the Lake City Army Ammunition Plant, which also supplies the U.S. military. Explain to our audience what's going on here because, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago uh, that uh, this was approved, you know, in order to, you know, I guess, heighten some military readiness. And uh, now some controversy has ended in and they want to throttle. Back the sale of ammunition uh, by uh, Lake City Army uh, Lake City Army Army Ammunition Plant, right?
10: Yeah, that's correct. So this is a massive plant in Missouri. Uh, it covers almost 4,000 acres. It has about 395 buildings. Uh, they manufacture about one third of the 5,000 5, ammunition for the market. And they were set up in 1940 by the military with ammunition. Uh, as you pointed out. Um, the military has suggested this plant to kind of the booming of uh, when they're was, and So, you know, to be able to ramp up very quickly, they suggested that this plant sell to the civilians as well. This mm-hmm. allows them to keep the production lines up at you know, full capacity, keep staffing, uh, and keep their, the, all of their equipment uh, up to date. Um, And so this has been going on since the 1940s, um, and now we have 20 state attorney generals that say that they want it to stop. They've asked the Biden administration to change the contracts with this plant so that if they sell to the military, they can no longer sell to the civilian market.
9: Exactly. And um, so, specifically, what... You know, per your investigation, what has triggered uh, these attorney generals to come together and push back against uh, this plant selling, you know, to the public?
10: Well, the argument that they're making and, and the background to you know, we know that the left hate uh, the AR-15 style rifles, which use predominantly 5.56 ammo, um, and they have tried to ban those rifles. They've been unsuccessful because of the various court ratings. And so this appears to be an attempt to strangle the market from, again, the ammunition for these rifles. And their argument is that um, this will uh, stop or reduce mass shootings in a state-based, produced a few anecdotes of uh, very tragic cases of these rifles being used in shootings. But behind all this is the fact that rifles, all rifles altogether, account for uh only about four percent of all
9: exactly well you know then that's what i was going to ask you is that uh i mean here they are focused on the ar-15 and this uh 5.56 caliber ammunition but it's a really a lot to do about a minor proportion uh in, in terms of you know, what is actually happening in, in terms of mass shootings and uh, this, this caliber of ammo, right?
10: Yeah, uh, you know, the, they're calling it uh, military-grade ammunition because the military uses it. Interestingly, the military also uses 9mm, they use .308, .306, cage mm-hmm. so um, you why know, 5.56 is military-grade and the others are not? Mm-hmm. question for if they ban the one, maybe they are going to ban all the rest as well.
9: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you would think because the numbers are, are higher with handguns versus rifles, right, or an AR.
10: That, that, that does appear to be the next step. I mean, overwhelmingly, uh, gun homicides are committed by handguns; they are not committed by rifles. Um, but the AR-15-style rifle hasn't committed out by something that could be very much longer. Kevin, what's
9: the pushback? You know, uh, are Republican AGs pushing back on this?
10: Um, you know, I haven't heard anything about that so far. Uh, they may get involved in it, uh, but it may be that uh, I'm not sure how the Biden administration is going to respond to this. The fact of the matter is, there's demand, caliber, and if it uh, Plants like Lake City can't supply it. I think private industry will step up and supply it outside of military Mm contracts. But who will probably suffer the most out of this is the military. Because our readiness to supply ammunition to the military, uh, if there were a war to come, is going to be reduced.
9: Exactly. Well, and and this is what, you know, through the natural evolution of doing business to, you know, keep our... You know the level of military preparedness that is necessary you know the public is supporting the cause here can't the attorney general see that or are they just so ideologically fixed against the the ar and the you know as they would say the military style uh, rifle that uh, they cannot uh, discern any logic to this
10: well i did reach out to the office of leticia james the new york attorney general to ask her these same questions and I got no response. They they, they didn't want to speak. To so uh, I unfortunately don't have an answer to what their motivation. Is.
9: What, what, what do you uh, what did you discover as far as timeline, Kevin? I mean, is this something that you know could happen this year, or is this just uh, you know one of those election uh, targets because it's an election year?
10: Well, the proposal is in front of the Biden administration, and uh, it's fairly recent. So I haven't read anything about their response to it or whether they intend to follow this up to either institute a ban or not. Uh, we're watching it and we'll see how this is developed. Uh, and, and so at this point, there, there hasn't been any timeline set or, or indication whether by the administration is going to follow this request or not.
3: Mm-hmm.
9: Kevin, could this be done by executive order, I take it?
10: You know, in theory, it could. These are military contracts, and the military could rewrite its contracts if it wanted to. Um, it seems a strange thing that the military would want to do for all the exactly. reasons that we just talked about, but right. it seems like they could.
3: Mm.
9: A- any word, uh, any comments from uh, DOD?
10: Uh, not so far, and, um, you know, we'll we'll keep on it, and we'll keep reaching out and seeing if there's a, a response, but so far there have not been.
9: Well, Kevin, uh, you know, I appreciate all the great work uh, that you're doing here. Um, In this next segment coming up, um, you also have done, uh, you know, a report on Disease X that... more and more people are becoming aware of so I'll look forward to getting into more details uh, in the follow-up segment that'll you know become up after the break here so uh, we're talking with Kevin Stockland Uh, he is an Epoch Times investigative reporter. Uh, Kevin if people want to follow you, how can they do this?
10: Well, my byline is uh, Kevin Stockland and uh, I'm writing for The Epoch Times so if they just go to TheEpochTimes.com and check my byline, you can see our reports
5: on all this stuff
11: 0523, 800, 523
6: It was your best vacation ever.
8: You on a beach having a great time. Then some stranger walked up and said, Hey, how'd you like to come here for the rest of your life? And then he went on and on about how much money you could save. You listened, saw his presentation, ended up signing a contract. And now, five years later, you have a timeshare you never use. But you're still paying for it. (laughs) That's the contract. But what if we could show you a legal way to end the contract and get out of your timeshare nightmare? It's called Timeshare Exit Defense. Our lawyers will work with the gigantic timeshare company lawyers and get you out of your agreement. No more maintenance fees, no more payments. <sighs> Call now. Get your free ebook to learn how to exit your timeshare.
1: 800-296-1332. 800-296-1332. 800-296-1332. That's 800-296-1332.
9: back 19 minutes after the top of the hour fresh and independent just the way you like to hear from us monday through friday nine to noon eastern six to nine pacific kevin Stockland continues with us the epic times investigative reporter uh talking about this mysterious disease x that the who wef and other global orgs are um are preparing us for uh you know it's like everybody's getting groomed these days kevin right
10: uh, yes, Disease X is, is the latest uh, plan. We don't know what it is or when it's coming, but everybody seems to be preparing for it on the global stage.
9: Well, you know, it is, uh, after all, it's an election year. And uh, as we know, the pandemic was uh, very instrumental in the uh, election or selection of Joe Biden, however way you want to put it. But uh, uh, he's the reason that Joe Biden is uh, or that's the reason Joe Biden is president of the United States today.
10: Cause a tremendous loosening of election integrity laws throughout the country uh, because of the COVID virus. And so, um, uh, you know, we'll see what's in store when we approach this fall.
9: Well, is Disease X, uh, are they saying it's going to be worse than COVID 19?
10: Well, they're, they're not saying that it's any particular thing. They don't know what it is. But they're just basically saying that we need to gear up and get all our systems ready for the next pandemic. And there's kind of three main areas that they're targeting. One, they're, they're trying to accelerate the of vaccines so mm-hmm. that that can be done within 100 days um, so that they can get drugs in- injected into people you know, much faster than they did the last time. Um, They are trying to centralize authority in the WHO. There's a big pandemic treaty around that all nations are going to sign, Mm -hmm. saying that the WHO will be the central authority now for dealing with pandemics. And then the third thing is they are fighting misinformation globally so that people don't get the wrong ideas.
9: Kevin, is it your sense that that which we learned uh, in dealing with COVID-19, including the WHO? Because uh, I don't know that WHO got anything right, but yet you've got these countries signing on to this agreement, including the United States. Joe Biden is trying to do something uh, in the back room, so to speak, to surrender our country's um, sovereignty to the WHO that uh, I, I don't know if they got anything right whatsoever during COVID-19. So, sh- so should we trust them with any future pandemic?
10: problem that they are trying to centralize all this authority with the WHO with the World Economic Forum uh, you know with various health officials but the public, there's been a tremendous loss of public trust, uh, not only in the WHO, but also in the CDC and in the health community in general, just because of all the ways that people were misled during the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. the fact that the you know governments were trying to force them to take this vaccine that they didn't want to take, and it turns out that there has been some risks that were not disclosed to us. So this is all happening at a time of tremendous mistrust against mm-hmm. all of these authorities.
9: Well, as you say, risk, uh, you know, here we are. We're supposed to uh, have, um, you know, the information. It wasn't given to us. Uh, risks were uh, were minimized. But yet the reality is uh, post-vaccination is we've got a lot of complications and uh, also uh, anecdotal testimonials of people saying, I did it my way and, um, you know, without a vaccine. And I'm okay, You know, I mean, I can tell you, I think you and I may have talked about this before. Personally, um, just as one person, um, you know, I I got COVID early on. It was minor. It was like a very light cold. You know, that was about it. But I had COVID. and, And and Dr. Fauci at the time said, You know, immunity, natural immunity could only last a couple of months. So I thought, okay, well, let me check into this. And so I have been monitoring myself to this day. Now we're three years post-COVID and my immune system is stronger than ever. Uh, So there was no there was no depletion. Whatsoever, uh, and that would be in agreement with what uh, Dr. Fauci had had presented. And this is I, I, what I'm hearing more and more from people anecdotally is that they've had similar
10: experiences. Yeah, you know, we're also seeing uh, doctors being censored and uh, and scientists being censored. Um, so. There have been reports that look at lockdowns, for example, and just talk about how damaging this was to society and to children and everything else. Those reports we are now seeing are not getting published. They're often getting censored. Their authors are being criticized. So it looks like there are are really some efforts to control this narrative um, and rewrite the history of the pandemic in a way that that lockdowns were a good thing and that it was appropriate for governments to try to force people to take a vaccine that they didn't want to take. And so, you know, this is the climate that all of this is taking place in.
9: Well, Kevin, and I know the APOC Times has been really good at, uh, you know, doing a deeper dive into this and addressing these issues. But, you know, there's only so much you can do. I mean, we've we've got to educate the people and, uh, you know, continue... You know, with the messaging that puts the pressure on the government, you know, to come together in such a way to take all this information. I mean, when you consider the cumulative intelligence of people in Europe, uh, 340 million people here in America, I I, I mean, I would I would look to the cumulative intelligence as opposed to a small group, a small number of selected elites, especially who have got it wrong consistently.
10: Yeah, so this is the question is, given the performance uh, during COVID-19, what is the logic in centralizing authority further in organizations that seem to have gotten it wrong?
9: Well, and of course, the government says, uh-oh, they label stuff misinformation. So that's kind of like their get-out-of-jail card and excuses everything and reduces any kind of accountability because it's all it's all misinformation. Well, what, what happens? I mean, is there any liability for these people that push the vaccines and people are being injured? And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of complications and things that we should have known about. Because, first of all, going into this, as you know, Kevin... Um, They could not have done the vaccines and or exercise more more specifically and uh, an authorization emergency authorization use because there were, um, you know, what we know now is uh, there were remedies on the shelf already to deal with COVID-19.
10: Right. And, you know, we saw uh, a lot of government pressure forcing people to take this vaccine, regardless of the risk. So we saw, for example, in California, you had to, children had to get the vaccine in order to go to school. Well, the risk of COVID to a healthy child was statistically zero. Um, You know, the Biden administration was uh, trying to force people to lose their jobs if they didn't Mm -hmm. take the vaccine. We even had a country like Austria that was criminalizing refusal to take the vaccine. That was a crime. You could go to jail for that. Mm -hmm. So you know, this has kind of been the response from the powers that be, and it's really created a tremendous amount of suspicion, um, you know, among uh, average people.
9: Exactly. Well, we got a couple of minutes left, and I did want to uh, give you an opportunity to talk about your new documentary, uh, The Shadow State. Tell our audience about that.
10: Well, it's a look at the ESG industry, and the ESG industry is how... Um, the private sector, corporations, has been arm-twisted into going along with the progressive agenda, whether that's global warming or um, racial equity or abortion rights or gun control. So it's how uh, our money, our investment money, has been used by the fund managers that, that manage it to uh, control the shareholders and force companies to go along with the left agenda.
9: Is this going to get a wake-up call like a DEI? Uh, that's been moving through America and becoming D-I-E, DI, as opposed to D-E-I? Because, well, I, y- you know, the reality is, is, is you know, the, the fiduciary responsibility of these entities is to return an investment. And um, it doesn't seem like ESG is passing the so what test.
10: Yeah, correct. And, and I think 2024 is going to be the year when shareholders say they've had enough. So whether that's Target or anheuser-busch or disney shareholders who've all lost a ton of money because these companies have jumped into political issues um and they are now starting to speak up and say you want management to explain themselves and uh, we're going to see a lot more of that in coming years. well
9: exactly because you know what's the pushback is uh the natural experience of humanity saying you know i i'm not interested I'm, i'm not buying
10: what you're selling right that absolutely has been going on, and we're going to start seeing more accountability from management for these decisions.
8: Well,
9: congratulations on the documentary, The Shadow State. Uh, how can our audience uh, you know, be exposed to it? How can they see it?
10: Well, it's free to watch for all Epoch Times subscribers, and uh, you can also go to theshadowstate.com, and uh, you can stream it or buy a DVD.
9: So it is available on DVD? Yes. Kevin Stockland, the investigative reporter for the Epoch Times. Kevin, as always, appreciate the time. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure
8: home sales are down 31% across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second we will negotiate with you a price to buy your home it's that simple if you're ready to sell your home right now any home any condition and you don't want to put money into it no problem we'll buy it from you call right now it's a free call
1: 800-217-6459 800-217-6459 800-217-6459, That's 800-217-6459.
0: USA News Update. More Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes, at least in Alaska Airlines fleet, found with loose bolts. The White House says Congress and the FAA are on task with thorough investigations of the recent door plug near disaster.
3: We're always going to look into what we can do, and FAA is going to do this, uh, to make sure that we continue to do, that we do everything possible.
0: The door plug blew off the Alaska Airlines flight at 16,000 feet this month as the plane was climbing on its way to California. Boeing has since granted at all 737 MAX 9 planes while detailed inspections are carried out. British billionaire Joe Lewis is pleading guilty to charges of insider trading in the U.S. The 86-year-old former owner of English Premier League club Tottenham Hotspur appeared in court in New York Wednesday. He's accused of giving inside info on companies he invested in to friends, personal assistants, and romantic partners. I'm Ryan Daniels. Let me
1: tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s, He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327.
9: Welcome back. Great to have you with us. I'm Bill Martinez. It's uh, 28 minutes before the top of the hour. Uh, We're going to be joined by uh, Jake Lang, uh, live from the D.C. Gulag, uh, the patriotic uh, J6er, uh, to give us an update on a recent uh, poll uh, and evidence of how biased, uh, as if it's going to be a big surprise. Of course, you you know it's not, uh, but uh, it lays it out in terms of uh, the perspective that uh, D.C. residents have about JSEX and uh, the insurrection. I don't know if you caught this or not, but uh, the Babylon bees are at it again. Uh, They they write, the Supreme Court rules Texas must replace barbed wire with giant red (laughs) carpets. Oh, this is uh, this is way much. Well, uh, speaking of Jake Lang, he's on the line and he's here with us now, uh, live from the D.C. Gulag. Jake, my brother, how are you?
11: Bill, God bless you this morning, man.
9: Hey, I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be talking to you. I'm here with a lot of uh, Patriots here in D.C. for the 2024 Shot Show. And, you know, and I've been, of course, telling your story and telling them that uh, we were going to be talking today, that you had the latest poll numbers, um, uh, that uh, you're going to give us the details on, uh, particularly regarding the, uh, the narrative and the belief of uh, the D.C. residents about, the, about what happened on January the 6th, right?
11: Yeah, the, the polling numbers that have come out today are, I mean, I, they're staggering. It's incredible to see. You know, what we've all known this entire time, that the D.C. residents and the jury pool is inherently biased, that they've right. been brainwashed against the January Sixers and against Trump. Now we actually have the verifiable data. And, Bill, actually, you're my first interview of today. The Epic Times just broke the article. Right. the exclusive but you're my first uh, uh, you know me me breaking it on the air today so um, without further ado if your audience is ready I'm gonna go through some numbers that are kind of soul-crushing if you're a January 6er uh, um. awaiting to go to trial knowing that the jury pool is so um, stacked against you is its incredibly disheartening. And, you know, we're using this data in my court case to try mm-hmm. to push a change of venue motion to, right. you know, uh, appeal to the court to say, look, there's no possible chance that a jury in Washington, D.C. will be in I have to go back to my home state to get a a fair constitutional trial with an impartial jury. What
9: what happened to a a jury of your peers, Jake? And I guess that's the basis of of your argument here, is that clearly, uh, you know, you cannot find a jury of your peers in D.C., right?
11: 100%. So let's break this down for everybody. Um, so we asked uh, approximately 422 uh, D.C. residents, um, about 70% of that was uh, over-the-phone, live phone interviews, and then other other ones were text-to-web, uh, all mm-hmm. verified. This, this polling data was conducted by Triton Polling and um, Research. They're uh, an amazing polling firm here in Washington, D.C. I went back and forth with these guys trying to kind of work in my own two cents into the polling to try to you know, make sure it was up to snuff. Mm-hmm. And they just held firm and steady and, you know, Bill, you know me on my negotiation and how <laughs> I go and get in pretty hard-nosed with people. Right. And they just held firm, they have so much integrity, and they made sure that this poll was up to the highest standards of industry because it's going to be scrutinized by the federal prosecutors. Oh, of and course by Washington, it Washington. You know, my judge. Mm-hmm.
9: Does this so meet the standard it, plus you know, or minus three? Like, Jake, does this meet the standard yes. plus or minus error factor of 3% roughly?
11: The, the plus or minus factor is at 4.8%, and it needs to be 5% to be statistically significant. So it's inside the statistically significant um, error factor, which, right. you know, is, is a blessing. Right, exactly. So um, let me give you guys the, 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 the first one here. The question was... Is it important that those who participated in the events of January 6 are punished to the fullest extent of the law to prevent anything like this from happening again? We had 86.4 percent of Washington D de- eligible jurors agree that that is <laughs> uh, a, a statement that they agree with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. Get nearly 90% of people, Bill, to agree that the sky is blue. You bring exactly. 100 people into a room. Get 90 of get mm. 90 of them to agree on anything, and I'll give you, you know, a candy bar. It's impossible. Right. We're getting results of 86.4% people uh, jurors believe that we should be pu- punished to the fullest extent of the law. It gets even worse. Um, we've got. of Washington, D.C. residents believe January 6th was an act of domestic terrorism. And on top of that, 85.8% believe January 6th was an insurrection. I mean, these people are completely brainwashed, Bill.
9: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, look at at all. If you looked at the amount of published reports uh, digitally, on air, Every uh, mainstream media, on how many address J6 in in terms of domestic violence and insurrection, those numbers would coincide because uh, the minds of the people have uh, have been greatly influenced and groomed by the mainstream media narrative.
11: 100%. So now we take the logical leap and we really test out the jurors and see what these these people are capable of these extremists that they are. And so obviously believe January 6th was an insurrection. So then we followed up and said, the penalty for insurrection, treason, or committing an act of domestic terrorism is life imprisonment or the death penalty, which would be a fair punishment for anyone who participated in any of the events of January 6th. Bill, 48% of Washington, D.C. jurors believe that that would be a fair punishment. They believe, I should either be killed or sit in jail the rest of my life and they said in any of the events of january 6th, so little Mima, little grandma yeah, that right. walked mm-hmm. on the the you know the capitol steps or you know stood outside waving a flag or somebody that took a selfie with a police officer giving him a fist bump inside the capitol those people and myself who, who saved two lives on january 6 by god's grace yes we deserve to be either imprisoned for life or killed in the firing squad.
9: Unbelievable.
11: Uh, How do I walk into a juror you know, to get a fair trial where 50%, 48% of the people inside that jury pool believe that I'm worthy of being killed or spending my life in prison without even hearing the facts of my case? Exactly. Their inherent bias. Well, I mean, that number right there is so disgusting to me. And it's scary to me. I haven't got the trial yet.
9: Yeah, and the four numbers that you gave us are are scary. I mean, because you think, you know, uh, there's been counter-narratives. Great research and investigative reporting at Epoch Times. Uh, We've gotten follow-ups, you know, from Capitol Police officers. Um, You know, books have been written about it. You've done, you know, a couple of documentaries on it. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the fact is, is that uh, the narrative uh, that has been pushed by Nancy Pelosi, the J6 uh, folk committee that has destroyed evidence of, uh, you know, the research, even though they were told by Congress to, you know, maintain the records, they destroyed the evidence. All this has been rigged, uh, you know, and, and, and as they've been interfering with, uh, you know, a fair trial or any process of what happened on January the 6th, because they don't even want to talk about, uh, as you and I have discussed uh, many times, Jake, they don't want to talk about what led up to January 6th. Uh, They want to only talk about the reaction, but they don't want to say what was the causal effect of January 6th.
11: Oh, of course, I mean, that's how they've drummed up such an emotional response from the people because they have hidden the truth of the fact that it was a Fed direction, um, the fact that mm-hmm. you know there was also a great uprising of American patriots in spirit against tyranny that day. They don't want to. They don't want to talk about the fact that we were there protecting the Constitution exactly. against people who are stolen election. Mm-hmm. They want to just basically say that Donald Trump and his supporters are you know extremists and violent domestic terrorists. But they hide the fact that we're the ones that are the last line of liberty that day between us and uh, a Marxist communist coup d'état. Exactly. But, so all of these narratives and the fact that they set this
8: up and Jake, we we have gotta go to break a, and I know you got plan. you
9: gotta disconnect and come back. So Jake
8: more from Jake Lang after. This. Vacation ever. You on a beach having a great time. Then some stranger walked up and said, Hey, how'd you like to come here for the rest of your life? And then he went on and on about how much money you could save. You listened, saw his presentation, ended up signing a contract. And now, five years later, you have a timeshare you never use. But you're still paying for it. (laughs) That's the contract. But what if we could show you a legal way to end the contract and get out of your timeshare nightmare? It's called timeshare exit defense. Our lawyers will work with the gigantic timeshare company lawyers and get you out of your agreement. No more maintenance fees, no more payments. <sighs> Call now. Get your free ebook to learn how to exit your timeshare.
1: 800 296 1332. 800 296 1332. 800 296 1332. That's 800 296 1332. Do you have Medicare and do
10: you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new, clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started.
1: Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-254-1421. 800-254-1421. 800-254-1421. That's 800-254-1421.
5: Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients, and it's alcohol free too it's vine to bar chocolate order some today at vine that's v-i-n-e-t-o-b-a-r dot com cold ship to your door it's vine to bar vine to bar chocolate visit us at vine
9: We're back with you. And uh, we've got breaking news here. uh, Direct from uh, the D.C. Gulag, Jake Lang, J6 Patriot prisoner, uh, is uh, on the line with us, uh, giving us the results of this latest poll here. Uh, As he announced in the first segment, 86.4% of D.C. residents believe that uh, all the J6 Patriots, people that uh, they see as uh, breaking the law, should be... um, they, they, they should realize the full extent of the law. 80% uh, see them as domestic terrorists. 85.8%, almost 86%, uh, believe they are insur- that, that they conducted an insurrection. And, uh, and when they were asked about the penalty of an insurrection, which people know, you know, it, uh, it's either life or death, uh, some 48% believe it to be a fair punishment. Is that a fair summary, Jake, that I laid out there?
11: Yes, yes, it is. And we've got, we've got more polling data to reveal to you guys live from the D.C. gulag. It is uh, my three years now. I'm over three years. January 16th, 2021, I was arrested at gunpoint by the FBI. I've been incarcerated for three years and, what, six days now? Um, yes. Wow. Without a trial. Sitting yeah. in the gulag. Um, and so, you know, my my life is uh, is one of fighting back against the government, even to this day. All of the the incredible injustices and miscarriages that they have committed against uh, 1,250 January Sixers, um, they have railroaded people through the court system in Washington D.C. like you've never at a blazing rate, like you've never seen before. Exactly. Without letting them know, I mean this. This data has the potential for, in the appeal court, when people, all of the Gen Sixers who have taken plea deals or gone to trial and been found guilty by biased D.C. jurors, exactly. they have an amazing opportunity now with raw factual data to say, I was railroaded by a biased jury and I deserve to have my life back. And exactly. these charges overturned. So, this is going to be one of the biggest black eyes that the Department of Justice has seen. I mean, we're fighting on all fronts, right? We have the 1512 charge in Supreme Court. We have, you know, the Donald Trump, God willing, coming back with the pardons. But this data right now today proves what we've all been, you know, speaking about for years exactly. inside the Jan 6 community. How can we get a fair trial, is what we keep on right. saying. Why don't and they sh- send us back to Texas mm-hmm. and to Florida right. and New York to get our? trials because dc is insurmountable
9: exactly well of course and and this information this polling evidence is on top of you know what i believe has been the 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 prosecutorial uh um lawfare that has been executed against all the j6ers i mean withholding exculpatory evidence uh you know many of these people have not seen the video uh you know, what What are we up to? I mean, originally we were told there's 12 hours. Uh, we found that subsequently, you know, we're talking over, you know, 44, I mean, uh, 12,000. 12, now there's over 44,000 hours of video available. And uh, courts are not wanting to, uh, to look at that evidence.
11: Well, yeah, I mean, the it is so rigged that's why we say the stacks completely uh, the decks completely stacked exactly. against us here is because mm-hmm. they they used the bias of the Washington DC little little um, cabal here yeah, as right. part of their lawfare they knew on top of overcharging over broadly applying the law sweeping sweeping indictments and other forms of prosecutorial misconduct and bias, selective prosecution, right? They're charging Mm -hmm. us, but they're not charging the BLM and Antifa and Palestinian rioters and protesters that break into the Capitol or the Kavanaugh disruptors that disrupted an official proceeding. They don't charge those people with 20-year federal criminal statutes. They charge us. That's called prosecutorial um, misconduct, but it's selective prosecution specifically. And so they use all of this as lawfare. They know what they're doing. This is the weaponization of the government. Government, and keeping us in Washington D.C. is the main reason why we're being railroaded. So let me break back into the data because I got a few more data yes, points I want to share with your audience. Okay. So Go ahead. we asked the D.C. jurors, the eligible jurors in Washington D.C., the residents here, um, and most of them are college-educated snobs that answered this poll because that's what our uh, our, our polling shows. We saw that regardless, this is a question, regardless of what they did, anyone who participated in the events at the Capitol on January 6th should serve prison time. We had eighty, or sorry, 68.8% agree with that. That's nearly 70%. That says regardless of what they did, regardless if they saved lives, regardless if they entered the Capitol or they're standing outside the Capitol, we specifically phrased this. To really draw out how badly they just want to see us be punished. Think, regardless if they committed crimes mm. or not, is really what. Well, we and, and so, regardless if Capitol anyone Police waved them in, right? In the event, that doesn't so, say who committed a crime. It says anyone who participated in the event. Sixty-eight point eight percent, nearly seventy percent.
9: Wow. Okay. So what's next? What's the next one?
11: Okay, I've got um, Donald Trump and his supporters must be stopped at all costs. This is another one. It's almost the same exact. uh, 68.6%. I mean, these people, 70% of Washington, D.C. residents think that they, they... What is his... Donald Trump and his supporters must be stopped at all costs. Nearly 70% suggest that means they will cheat, cheat, lie, and steal in election. They will lie to get on a jury pool. They will do whatever it takes to get there and so these numbers are showing stuff that normal people would never admit when you mm-hmm. say Donald Trump and his supporters must be stopped at all costs and um, 68.6% of people agree to that statement I mean that means they're willing to do some reprehensible and unconscionable things to make sure that those that we are stopped and including exactly. imprisoning us on false charges
9: mm. Wow this has such huge implications Jake not only for you, Donald Trump, you know, the country at large that you have, D.C., we've known, you know, the prejudice and the bias of uh, Washington, D.C., but, uh, I mean, the, these are, I mean, th- these are in-your-face
11: numbers, yeah, I mean, they're smack in the face. I mean, you have, we're polling at, I mean, at all of these very controversial things that you wouldn't expect even 20% of people to agree to. We're polling at numbers that are like 70% consistently across the board. Donald Trump and his supporters must be stopped at all across uh, 68.6%. Regardless of what they did at the Capitol, lock them up. Right. They should serve prison time. Regardless of if they even committed a crime, 68.8%. And now we have, here's the, the highest number we received for the day. Donald Trump is to blame for January 6th. 89.3% of people agree to that. I mean... You got ninety percent of people in Washington D.C. that think that that think Donald wow. Trump, who said go peacefully and patriotically protest at the Capitol, is to blame for January Not Nancy Pelosi, not the the shoddy Capitol Police leadership, the chief there, you know, Steven and and the people that were in charge of actually securing and protecting the Capitol, but Donald Trump. And you're going well, on to Pittman too.
9: Yeah, exactly. And, and the, and, and we know from the inside, whether it's T.K. Johnson, certainly, um, you know, uh, Stephen's son in, in his book lays out the truth. It, it's uh, it's irrefutable as to how this was manipulated. I mean, here you guy, you, you have the guy in charge of Capitol Police. He's not notified of any of this that's happening to give him a heads up that, uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, some perception and projection by the inner circle, you know, that Nancy Pelosi had constructed to believe certain things that that were going to happen, right?
11: Yeah, I mean that's part of why they have, you know, gone so crazy with the heavy media propaganda is because it's part of the cover up. I mean look at the January sixth elect committee that Congress you yes. know, Liz Cheney and the other Democrats, she's mm-hmm. basically Democrat, put on. This was a complete cover up. It was an obfuscation. It was a operation, a psyop, a psychological operation to, pour, to do like a red herring and point all the blame away from those people like Yogananda Pittman, Nancy Pelosi, other Democrat leaders, Chucky e. Schumer, and all of the people that actually are to blame, you know, people that refused the National Guard, Nancy Pelosi, that, that left the Capitol completely vulnerable, that incited a, a violent riot, one uh, shooting us, you know, the Capitol police uh, chiefs and the brass there that said open fire munitions on an unarmed crowd and, and threw exactly. everybody up into a complete frenzy. I mean, mm. these people were not brought up there to be questioned under, you know, sworn oath. Uh, but the, all of the people that they could get to, you know, all of their fake peers and, you know, poll election poll workers and all this nonsense. It mm. it was a complete psyop. And so now we have the, the numbers, the data to actually show this. I got one more that I want to Tell your audience.
9: Okay, we've got about a minute and a half. We We have a minute and a half left, Jake. Go ahead. The final one, go ahead.
11: This one we asked, and this is the one that's going to actually get us out of Washington, D.C., because it's direct, it's irrefutable. The question is, if I were called to be on a January 6th jury, I would want to be on that jury to make sure the defendant is found guilty and held accountable for the events of that day. Wow. 39.1% wow. of people agree. Now that number is a lot lower, but I mean it's still egregious. You have 40% of people saying purely they would want to be on they would want to be called to a January 6th jury just to find the defendant guilty. Without, I mean, this is somebody walking into the courtroom. Forty percent of my jurors are there just to find me guilty without looking at the circumstances or the mm. facts of my case. They already are walking in there seething, pining uh, to find me guilty. Minute, so. Admittedly.
9: Right. Well, Jake, that, that's a basis for recusal you right there.
10: One minute remaining. Right?
11: Yes, that is the basis. That is the irrefutable factual evidence that says we cannot have these jury uh, selections and processes in Washington D.C. We have to be moved out of the District of Columbia to receive fair trials. You know, no, no stops. It is 100% fact. Now we well, have is... to be moved home. It should
7: be a jury of all our
9: all breaking news ladies and gentlemen from jake lang at the dc gulag it's obvious Thank you, jake. the
7: unthinkable continues most americans know something very wrong is happening people in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing but you know better that's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage and you should too my patriot supply the nation's largest emergency preparedness company are the ones you can trust mypatriotsupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. mypatriotsupply.com